0: This is I Am Change podcast. The IAC podcast hopes to inspire you to live more consciously and be the change the society needs. I'm your host, Kori aziz It probably seemed like that Monday was going to be like every other one before. Eighteen-year-old Barakat Bello was having a bath when a gang of robbers broke into her home. They raped her. Yet, unsatisfied with the heinous crime, they murdered her brutally. Twenty-three-year-old Vera Omozua was gang-raped and beaten inside a church where she went to study. She died at the hospital 18 days after the incident. Two little girls, one Hadiza Saidu's daughter, The other, her niece, were raped by a neighbour who would sneak into their home when the children were alone to sexually abuse them. Did you also hear about the father who repeatedly raped two of his daughters at gunpoint? Or the gang of 11 men who raped a 12-year-old girl? Or the senior lecturer who locked his office door and raped a 17-year-old student on his table? We can go on and on with these stories and these are only the few we ever hear about. In this episode of IAC Podcast, the question we're asking is how do we end rape once and for all? Because frankly, we are tired. Findings from a 2014 national survey on violence against children in Nigeria show that one in four females reported experiencing sexual violence in childhood. Approximately 70% of these women reported more than one incident of sexual violence. The study also found that 24.8% of women ages 18 to 24 years experienced sexual abuse before they turned 18 years old, And of all these women, only 5% sought help, with only 3.5% receiving any services. These figures are certainly disheartening, but have it at the back of your mind that it's very challenging to report exact rape numbers. And that's because many women who experience sexual violence don't come forward about their incidences. To help me answer the question, how do we end rape? Wuraola Abulaton joins us on this episode of the podcast. Wuraola is a communications professional and an activist who works as the communications team lead at Stand to End Rape. She describes herself as a loud and proud feminist.
1: When it comes to ending rape, like you said, the most important um, thing you know that can ever be done in ending rape is to actually and continually preach, don't rape. Don't rape, number one. Part two, to ensure that you, yourself, as an individual, community, as part of, member of the society at large, you are not contributing to rape culture.
0: I think the next question I might follow from that now is, how do I know if I'm contributing to rape culture or not?
1: Rape culture... A lot of things contribute to it, but the middle one that almost everyone does is victim blaming. Other popular ones are rape jokes, looking away, cats calling, harassing, groping. Just having the notion that sex is something that you take from someone or something that you give is part of rape culture. Sex is supposed to be something that you both engage in, putting sex work aside. So if there's an exchange, there's an obvious Consent is there, right? So that's, like, different. But uh, talking of scenarios where you feel like you have to lie to get sex. that is part of rape culture. Um, tapping current, you go to the club, someone is dancing, you're, you're there trying to dance with them, and they either move, you know, but you still go on. Why? That is assault, right? Because you are putting your body or a part of your body on their body without their consent. Plying people with drinks. They want to apply your alcohol so that your inhibitions will be reduced, so you'll be more willing. I take advantage of someone that is passed out, that is drunk, that is inebriated, or that does not have like full control of their senses. There's something they call locker room. We don't really have locker rooms in Nigeria, but we have bare pallet talks, right? So, talking about how, oh, that one, oh, I don't chop up. Even shaming women for sex, you know, it's so surprising that men who have sex with a woman and then you call her out for sleeping with you like do you understand how that sounds like you are saying someone has lost value by engaging in something with you how do they lose value you are the one you are the obvious denominator here right so there's a lot of that then there's all this begging like oh no means try harder or begging coercion everything all contribute to rape culture are you the kind of person that maybe someone is passing on the streets and they will comfortably say, oh, look at me, she's dressed like a prostitute. If they rape her now, they will be crying. Are you the kind of person, this thing can be said in their presence and you're going to look? Are you the kind of person that someone will come and be saying, oh, oh I lied to her or after her pressuring, she gave him or I put something in their drink and you're just like, well, since I don't do it, right, you just... Look, sometimes you might want to you might want to watch out for someone, right? Like, okay, we're not speaking up, come at a cost, but you shouldn't be the one clamoring for the survivor to not pursue. Because if they choose to not, that's on them. But some people that feel like they don't because they don't want to go to distress, they feel comes with it. They mm-hmm. now try to pressure survivors to like let it go. That is also mm-hmm. part of rape culture. You yourself, fine, you say, don't, okay, you can say, I don't rape, all well and good, I don't pressure people, all well and good, but what about your friends? Mm-hmm. Right? So, are you, have, are you having this open and honest conversation? It's not just about football. What, what else are you discussing? Do they know? Can any child walk up to you? Can you come and say, Uncle, this person is touching me? Are you a safe space? right yeah, so those yeah. are things that contribute to rape culture because believe me a lot of people are being harassed they don't even know people do not even understand i mean mm-hmm. you will be surprised some of the things we saw online despite the fact yeah. that uh, uwa was in a church people mm-hmm. were still trying to poke holes in the story what was she doing in the church why is she reading school is not in session please what has that got to do with what has happened even, exactly. even if she went to the church to meet a man It doesn't justify anything.
0: I mean, all right, so for us to end rape once and for all, we need to get rid of rape culture, correct? Yes. Rape culture is certainly a major chunk of the problem. But what does the law have to do with it? Why do organizations like Stand to End Rape fight to have laws such as the Child's Rights Act? In any sane society, the law should protect the rights of every citizen. Many countries have laws against sexual assault and violence, but many of these laws are insufficient, inconsistent, and not systematically enforced. Let's go back in time. From the classical antiquity of Greece and Rome to the colonial period, rape was a capital offense, just like murder, treason, and arson. In 14th century England, a rape victim might be expected to gouge out the eyes or severe the offender's testicles herself. Sounds like the law took rape very seriously indeed. But the problem was, in reality, actual punishments were usually far less severe. In fact, in late medieval Europe, cases concerning rapes of marriageable women, wives, widows, or members of the lower class were rarely brought forward. And when they were, these cases usually ended with only a small monetary fine or a marriage between the victim and the rapist. Elsewhere, the crime of rape was considered a property crime and not a crime against a person. In these cases, the victim was the owner of the woman, not the woman herself. For instance, in Babylonia, if a betrothed or engaged virgin woman was raped, the rapist would be killed. But if the woman was married, she would be killed too. In Assyria, the father of a rape victim was allowed to rape the rapist's wife as punishment. Thankfully, we've moved on from such barbaric laws, but it's interesting to note that women in America, that is, before Christopher Columbus landed there, were safer. Cases of sexual assault were practically unheard of before the arrival of the Europeans, and on the rare occasions that it did happen, tribal courts would let victims decide what punishment they wanted to see doled out. Today, what happens in the few cases that make it to court? Victims of rape and sexual assault are put on trial themselves and hardly ever get a voice in the outcome. To make sense of this, I asked Wuraola why our legal system is so ineffective at protecting us from gender based violence and sexual assault.
1: I don't know what when they were formulating some laws that they formed, but we all know that we live in a patriarchal society. One of the features of a patriarchal society is actually rape culture. In Nigeria, it is really disheartening. Even though our constitution does not adequately provide proper justice for survivors, we have been able to push for some laws. We have the Child Rights Act. Yeah. We have the Violence Against Persons Prohibitions Act. Yeah. We've been able to push for some laws that allow, I mean, allow survivors to get better justice. Now, where the problem is, is these laws, some states are yet to domesticate them. We still have, I think, 12 or 11 states that are yet to domesticate the Child Rights Act. We have 26 states that are yet to domesticate the Violence Against Persons Prohibitions Act. And Violence Against Persons Prohibitions Act recognizes male rape, recognizes Mm -hmm. marital rape, and even gives um, a longer sentence for rape. In the constitution, for example, the rape of a woman is seen as a misdemeanor, like misdemeanor. What, what's that? Misdemeanor, that is mm-hmm, something like, mm-hmm. it crime, like be
0: a criminal offense.
1: People, right? So there are so many things, but we have some of these bills, these acts that are being pushed. Currently, I stand to end we are trying to push for the sexual harassment bill. Mm. to also be made into law that protects students in tertiary institutions. But why, right. why is it that the states are so, so slow to domesticate these laws? Honestly, we don't know. That is why we started telling people, call your lawmakers, ask them. We know that for the Child Rights Act, some northern states said, oh, it does not necessarily go along with the tenants of the Sharia law. I'm not uh. an expert on this. That's mm. what what we've got. But for the VAP Act, Mm. we don't know why uh, then when it comes to the authorities that are supposed to help us get justice the thing is mm-hmm. every policeman while there is the nigerian police force as a body this body yeah. is still made up of policemen and women that are part of this our society so the fact that they are there it doesn't remove their bias when as a survivor you go to reports the nigerian police force, re re-traumatizes you further by asking you irrelevant questions, they offer no support. Mm. Then sometimes they are even used by accused or the alleged perpetrators to terrorize the survivors. There was a case we had to raise alarm on. Um, I think two years ago, like, the soldier raped the twelve-year-old girl, and they went reported at the barracks. They're like, hey, you are from the same state? They're from the okay. same region. We are going to say, Can you imagine this week the case that happened in Yaba here? very mm-hmm. close to us, the policemen were asking the 18-year-old survivor, why didn't you fight and bite him? What do you expect anyone to do? Like, do they, So, change, they yeah. have so many ideas of what the refugees should look like. Even the ones that are, are supposed to spring action, at least we heard from Uwa's family, they said they were asking them for money before they can pursue the case. Oh my goodness. In fact, the rot is that, so deep. It, it is so deep. But I mean, we know that policemen even rape women, right? Mm. Last day, we protested against the rape of women that they arrested in Abuja.
0: Yes. They yes. were like,
1: if you want bail, let us sleep with you. you don't let us sleep with you, no bail. They use pure water and nylon to rape some people. Mm. You know, very dehumanizing experience, right? Sex workers report all the time how policemen come to harass them. And just in fact, that's
0: that's another issue on its own. Sex workers are raped. Some people believe that sex workers cannot be raped.
1: They can't be, because the consent they gave you is under you pay them, right? And it's not even about paying. I mean, you you can't just Mm -hmm. grab a sex worker off the street, right? Rape her and throw money at her. No. There has to be a prior agreement.
0: On the 4th of June, the House of Representatives made a resolution on gender-based violence. Among other things, the resolution included that the House Committees on Women Affairs, Human Rights and Justice are to present a bill on necessary modifications and amendments to laws dealing with gender-based violence in Nigeria. I asked Wuraola what amendments she thought we need to make to our laws.
1: I mean, when it comes to laws concerning sexual violence, I think one that I would love to see is a law stipulating the length of time in which a case should be tried. The ones that do finally get to the court, they take years for the survivor can get justice. Now, a case that has recently been haunting me is that of Chloe. She was four years old and she was raped in 2016. Number one, this case got for so long. We raised alarm in 2018. There were protests and everything. Since 2018, do you know when they sentenced this perpetrator to jail? Last month, when? to 28 years, just last yeah. month, now this girl is 8 years old now, mm. so imagine she has to be appearing in court for the past going through four, all years, that for 4 years, know, going mm. through all that, probably having you know, to be seen, a lawyer having to be briefed, living through that, why? Why mm. do we have laws that allow it, and this is not the first, we have so many. So we need laws. I luckily Lagos State government has been has actually put because due thanks mm-hmm. to their special sexual courts, they fast mm-hmm. track some cases. But I mean it's just Lagos the Government is just one out of thirty. Sorry, yeah. So what do you think? So what do you think is a reasonable that, is there a reasonable time window though? Like for a case to be prosecuted. Um, honestly, six months. Mm-hmm. Six months is okay. Okay. Right? If mm-hmm. you have your evidence, you have your perpetrator. If, um, whoever is going to appeal but, but like that first court sentence as soon as possible let us get it out number two we need amendment to laws that expands the scope of just maybe violent rape or that provides, provides some sort of leeway for people so th- I mean people can decide to speak up anytime so there's no time limit on yeah. where
0: you can report right yes That's time, okay. right yes
1: right so if someone comes and says hello i was raped they expect you as a survivor to prove that you were Mm -hmm. raped but nobody expects the alleged to prove that he didn't rape the person Mm. to prove their innocence so i think i want um an amendment in our law that addresses that well no that that, that would that would be be a big one to be honest right i and Believe me, it is going to get everybody to sit up because it's not up to you to come and clear your name and not up to the survivor to basically implicate you in quotes. I'm just putting that in quotes, like to prove that you did this. You are the you are come and prove that you didn't do it. Um, Another law should be the, I want laws now guiding the activities of the police officers, medical examiners, physically caregivers, right? If you go to report a case at the station and it's not taken up, or the victim shame you, or they traumatize you further, there should be laws that punish people mm-hmm. that do that. You know, it was at, at a protest point that me, I was just finding out, I didn't know. Apparently, the police cannot let a rapist go on bail. If a rapist has been arrested, it's only a court. But do you know how many cases we get? Honestly, I've lost count. They will say, okay, mm-hmm. they've arrested the person. The next day, they've granted him bail. <laughs> no, because the person probably will probably give them money or something yes that's what they do mean meanwhile it's only because so maybe someone was not saying yeah they can't keep the case they should charge into court then let's charge the person to court a survivor went to loot she said give me post exposure um pep right she just got raped and they said they can't administer pep until she drops the case i've never oh. heard of that we don't understand What's what that, that means what we don't is even their, own understand why. What's
0: their own concern with her wanting a god a god bless
1: you that's That is the same question we've been asking What is What what does that have to do with any other? But you find out that you people are connected. You know, we won't be surprised if the perpetrator knows someone there. I mean, look at our laws. To see a senator was caught on TV, right, assaulting a woman. Has anything been done to him? No. So if they said they want to make amendments to all these laws, please let it cover all of that.
0: Idris Ebeloma was sentenced to 28 years And Ifai Dike got the death sentence on charges of rape. Also, the abductor and rapist of Ese Oruro, Yunusa Dahiru, has been sentenced to 26 years. You might look at these cases and say that we're making progress. But are we? Even if we were making progress, is it fast enough? What do we need to do to speed things up? Here's what Wuraola thinks. Honestly, I
1: wouldn't call that progress when it comes to getting justice because... Mm-hmm. We know if there are one thousand cases per day of sexual violence in an entire week of one thousand that's seven thousand cases only one um, these seven thousand cases i 'm talking about both reported and unreported reported. cases though, mm-hmm. because so many cases do not even get to go to court they are pre- people are pressured to settle out of court um, community blackmailing the family blackmailing the survivors so. The, the progress that I believe that is being made now, and I think this is the progress that will spiral or that will spill into other areas and push for change, is that we are no longer silent. See, the best thing that has made rape culture flourish in Nigeria for so long is that culture of silence. This has happened to me. This has happened to this person. This has happened to this person. Like, why is it happening to all of us? then you want you don't push for exactly. change yeah. the next person speaks up then even if it's happening person can say please this thing this thing you are doing you know when you put a name honestly if someone is harassing you just tell them do you know this is sexual harassment they know it as a crime right but when you say leave me alone they might think oh, okay right they can still hold you but when you tell them sexual mm. harassment which is a crime the right lingo everybody will see, so you get so once you put the correct name to it People, because nobody, you don't want to be labelled a sexual harasser, do you? You don't want to be labelled a rapist, do you? Okay. you? don't want to be labelled a sexual assault, assaulter, right? But because we've used so many names, everybody, the people will call it every other thing, except what it is. They will ask you what you are wearing. They will ask you what you are drinking. They will tell you this. They will tell you that. But once you just put a name to it, that, ah, but what happens is this person, and then the language will use it. So, instead of people, everybody will say, ah, Women are getting raped. Women are getting raped. Please, are women getting raped by ghosts?
0: <laughs> Why don't you say
1: men are raping women? Exactly. It's true. He puts the burden on the on victim. The mm. it's, like you are, it's like you are doing something that is making them rape. We have celebrities now that are being right outed as rapists. That are people are kissing out. them. If people mm-hmm. go and mm-hmm. check their posts, if you, go and, you see people asking them, are you not going to address the rape allegation? Are you not? If you go and check, that is what we want that is the progress if i follow someone to the station and the police they, and they say what are you i'll them do you know this in your dream is victim blaming and it is a crime you are traumatized once you can let them know they know that you know what you are saying you know you're yeah. right you know the, they they sit up so it's just because you know, we don't we don't know people don't know but now everybody is speaking up people are talking about coercion if you are with someone and the person keeps on pressuring you for sex do you know this thing you're doing is sexual coercion I can fall under sexual assault you will watch mm-hmm. them believe me oh my god they will recoil so fast the way they will remove their hand <laughs> I honestly I did oh it someone like you're pressuring mm-hmm. me for a video call I'm like I'm not comfortable with this and it's like yeah but let's just do for one minute and I'm like wait why I just am not comfortable with it <laughs> why does your pleasure trump my own comfort and exactly. it's like you know this is harassment mm-hmm. Do you know, as soon as I said Do you know this is harassment, the guy just ah, <laughs> harassment I, I kid you not, and since mm. then today I, he has not messaged me again.
0: He's going to think, to think about it. Right? Yeah, so this is this yes. is shouldn't even just be about the women always having to say, Oh, you are yes. harassing me. It's also about the guys talking Your to mess. their friends.
1: About the you know, yes. You know what I would have loved to see is guys sharing how they're having these conversations with their friends, but I, mm. I look forward to the day to get there. You know, I wish this, people ask me, my friend asked me, how can I do it? I said, if you think you can do anything, you can do a lot. How many people in your circle have you said, I mean, this is, is a trendy topic. Why don't you want to discuss it? if it's possible, you know, politics, you know, discuss it. Mm-hmm. Why, you know, you're coming to meet, like, ah, oh, I wish there was something I could do. So there's something you can do to help. You have groups. Bring it up in the groups that, like, ah, hello, guys, what do you feel about the recent case? I hope no, 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 remember no means mm. no you know just yeah. little pointers i told him i said you you will be surprised at the amount of people you will save mm. right and i told this is one thing that i i always want to emphasize on you know mm. when we were growing up i don't i think a millennial like me all of us now at this mm. our age mm-hmm. right yeah we, we can recall at least one instance of sexual abuse as a child is now that Abs- so that yeah. uncle that I used to do this, and guess what? We are at hmm. the age where the uncles were then, no? Yeah. Do you know that? Yes. We are the, so yes. I think about yeah. them, like, do you mean these people? And also, I think about them, like, do you mean guys my age now? Hmm. Some of most of them are possibly harassing younger girls, younger children. The only charge I have for people is what I'm doing to ensure that the children of nowadays are not going to grow up to remember the same. that horrible things mm. to The work lies with everyone, male and female. Okay. But more importantly, there's something that they say, guys listen to themselves more. Mm. That's why I always charge everyone in your circle. Go there, you know it's so funny. Someone will come. They will introduce their girlfriend. You see the girlfriend looking like a secondary children. You still be beating now? Why? Better call your friends to decide. Let them know that minors still have men that are chasing teenagers. Once you see a man talking and you, at least I grew up in like a communal neighborhood. Mm-hmm. If a man is chasing a young girl, everybody knows and sees, right? I want a situation whereby they see that. As someone can quickly call the man and say that. "What are you? Do you know the, <laughs> the crime?" is the minor. <laughs> it's true. You go, go criminal deal. offense. Honestly mm. take it more seriously. Those who with, they, you believe me, they will fix up. Those are the kind of conversations we need to have. Everyone thinks they can do they, every there's nothing you can do. You can do it. In short, the power to change the most of even if our laws are if on individual level we are not effecting this change, starting from our family, from our circles, the laws can only do so much.
0: The law can only do so much. The onus is on every single one of us to erase rape culture, to build a society that doesn't prey on women, children and vulnerable groups. We can build a world that respects women and recognizes them as important contributors to society and not objects to be used and abused. Women, men, we need to speak up. If you're listening to this podcast on SoundCloud or YouTube, please leave us a comment. We would love for you to like and share this episode with your friends and family. It's important that we spread the word about ending rape culture. IAC Podcast is on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Twitter, we are at IAC underscore podcast. On Facebook and Instagram, we are at IamChangePodcast. Our quotes this week is by William Arthur Ward. The pessimist complains about the wind. The optimist expects it to change. The realist adjusts the sails. Until the next episode, continue to be the change you want to see.